0: I thought it was going to rain. Oh. Hey. You know, in Ghana, it is it is only when it, it it threatens to rain that people don't come to church. The moment there is some small tendering of praying, then everyone is like, "Charlie, Nedia sorry, Amen. Oh, please, it's, it's, okay. it's okay. it's okay. Amen. Uh, at the moment, there's some slight tendering, and church has closed down. Wow. Hey, why are you opening your nose like that? Who said I'm coming to <laughs> teach? <laughs> okay, <welcome. laughs> right. i up. welcome. Hallelujah. Today, I, I, I don't have anything I, I'm, uh, anything I want to teach. Have you ever seen a preacher come to the pulpit and says that you know what? Today I don't have a sermon. So today I don't have a sermon. Amen. Amen. I don't have a sermon. Then to your neighbor, I say neighbor, yeah. he said he doesn't have a sermon. Hey, somebody say what a preacher. What a preacher. Hey. He doesn't have a sermon today. <laughs> wow, it's powerful. It's not powerful. It's not that I don't have sermon notes. <laughs> they are not the same. Well, yeah. but sermon notes I have sermon notes up to twenty years. <laughs> I have prepared them. Ah, it's just like which one to preach and which one not to teach. Amen. Yeah. I mean, I don't have a sermon today. I don't. I when I I really struggle today selecting something to come and teach you. And so I just decided that let me just come. <laughs> Like the way you two, you come. Don't you also come to church on Sunday or midweek? You just get up and you come. So told too, I've gotten up and come. So we have all come. Amen. We have all what? Somebody say we have all come. We have all come. Amen. Then on Sunday, the book launch is coming off. Amen. Yesterday, the, the, the publisher called me about the second book that We've started printing the second book. That one is bigger than The Maker of Men. And I'm even surprised. The book that I was there in the Holy Spirit added. I said, ah, this one. Now that book is bigger than the, the, the one that I planned on releasing. So, But it's good. And when you get it, you like it because the way I've arranged it, it's just nice for you to memorize scriptures. How many of you think it's a good thing to memorize scriptures? Yeah. Amen. Because God said to Joshua in Joshua 1.8, let's go there. I said I don't have anything to preach, right? So we are just talking. When anything comes, then we continue. Joshua 1.8. <laughs> ah, thank you, Holy Ghost. You know that in the New Testament, there's, this is how they preach, though. Yeah, we are the ones who have, been, have changed the, the syllables. What them there? They just come, the apostle just come and he starts say, talking, and before they realize they don't know the head from the tail of the preaching. What does he say? This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. This is God speaking to Joshua after Moses is gone. And God is giving Joshua some various instructions. And God is telling him, "One, God tells him, be strong, you know, my servant Moses is gone. And now I'm leading you to go and then possess the land and you shall divide this land to my people. Be st- only be strong and courageous. Then he has to pause and talk about a very important thing he says is this book of the law. Somebody said this book of the law. Back in the days, it was only Genesis to what? Um, Deuteronomy, that was the book of the law. But today, this book of the law is from Genesis to what? A revelation. Amen. And, and God was telling him that even from Genesis to Deuteronomy, he, if he could just love it, could just study it, the guy was going to be prosperous. So... You understand the deepness of scripture when you pay close attention and try to understand the whole thing. Like I was saying last week, that when people say the Old Testament is done, they don't know what they are talking about. Like today, I was listening, was it yesterday, I was listening to a man of God, I began to like, like him. and He just made some kind of statement. I just unfriended him and, and just got out of there. Ah, me pending an article. Are you with me? Have you watched that Funny claim that the brother sees a very beautiful lady. Her backside is nice, Charlie. He sees it and something is going all over his head. Oh, okay. uh, so say, oh! Yes. Then he walks, sister, sister. Then when the sister turns, the teeth is like sasa bronze. Some teeth, huh? the teeth have done so well, and the face have done so well. oh, you understand? They say, oh! Then he passes his way and goes his way. Amen. That's what happened. I saw him. I, I think I liked him in a way. Then I said, let me listen to his first meeting Then he was talking about the Bible. The Bible said, oh no. He started saying some crazy things. I said, ah, no, no, no. This is a no-go area. The moment you go here, you have destroyed the whole thing. Listen, any man that says that the Bible is not the word of God, you can't trust the person. No matter which preacher he is, you can't trust what he says. The book that has means existence for Thousands of years, you, you, you can just sit down and, and finalize it. But you are just 40 years, how wise are you? Do you understand what I'm trying to claim? When when, 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 as people, let's learn to respect um, uh, ancient things, things that are older than us, you understand? Like if you somebody that is, is older than you, eh? Yes, we must learn to respect even age, normal human age. Even me somebody that's even older than you, should at least... For be, coming on earth before you, just give them the benefit of the doubt that I respect you because you are older than me. Are you with me? Not to talk of a book that has been fought, the greatest fought book, this book. Do you know that there has been some times that a whole house burnt and the Bible didn't burn? There are videos, so go to YouTube, you find many videos like that. Even in Ghana, in Ghana here, there was a market that got burned, the, the woman had the Bible, the Bible didn't get burned. There are videos like that on Facebook. I listen to what I'm saying. So, and aside that there are scientists, that scientists that have gone out to disprove this book, they went out and later realized, actually, the book is indisputable. It's indisprovable. You can't fight against it. You can't disprove it. You understand what I'm saying? And it, at the moment people start saying the Bible is not the word of God, hey, it's a dangerous ground. How did you know that it's not the word of God? You understand? And he made a statement. I, I, that statement quite even put me off. And I just, I initially, I went and sent friend request. Then I just unsent my. I said, I just said on the friend request. I went, I went back, back. I just went out. <laughs> ah, but he was saying some interesting things. I, told thought he was going. Ah. Oh no, he was just everything he was saying. So he was talking about the realms of the stars. So how did you know all these things? And you go by the I learned are you sure it is true? Because if you are saying the Bible is not the word, how do you know that what, what is being said? You're talking about the rest of the spirit, you're talking about angels. How did you know it is true? You understand? So I'm saying this because the moment we come to the point where we say that this Bible is not the word of God, we can't trust anything it says. If we can't trust anything it says. So if you go to theology, we have something we call the infallibility and the inerrancy of scripture. Okay. It means that scripture cannot be broken. Are you listening to me? Yeah. Scripture cannot be what? Cannot be broken. 2,000 years ago, everything the Bible said, that if, the, if a person does this, this will happen. Today, in our postmodern world, that everyone is wise, what, when people do what the Bible says, don't do, the things the Bible says, if you don't do, if you do this, this will happen. It happens to them. Are you, are you following? This is the, no, no ordinary book. Are you following what I'm saying? So it's called the, the, the scriptures cannot be broken. It's called the infallibility of scripture. It means that scripture cannot be broken. And the heresy of scripture talks about the fact that scripture cannot be wrong. <laughs> I listen to what I'm saying. It cannot be what? It cannot be wrong. It cannot lie. Then the inspiration of scripture, we are talking about the fact that the Bible is the word of God. Okay? And where was it I was teaching? Yune. And I told them that when we say the Bible and I've taught it over and over again. When we say the Bible is the word of God, we don't say that it is God who brought a pen from heaven and wrote the whole book. We are not saying that. All. We are saying that eh, God out of his own wisdom, out of his spirit, caused human authors to write down what he wanted us to know. Do you understand? What does it mean? It means that eh, Like I've written my book. Do you know that the book Thousand and One Scriptures is my book? Even though the the writings inside are the Bible's words. Do you get what I mean? (laughs) So I will sell it and get my money. When somebody buys the book, if you open from beginning to end, you find out that it's just the Bible. I didn't write anything. Do you understand what I'm saying? (laughs) It's just the Bible that I've copied, but. What do you say? Don't you say it's AFM's book? Don't you say that? Don't you say it's my book? It's not my book. If you want, go and go and even screenshot part. I can I can take you to court and say you are copyright infringing my book. Even though the things inside there, eh, I copied them from what? The Bible. But on the don't you see that on the front page of the book is written that Micah Felix has a is not there? It, eh? It's not there. Eh? What does it mean? It means that. Eh, this is the thing I put together and I want to communicate to my audience. Do you understand the idea? It means that uh, there are a lot of scriptures in the Bible. Okay? But I decided to select various verses from Genesis to Revelation. And I said this is what I want my audience to read. So it's my book. Do you understand? So when we say the Bible is God's word, we are saying that God selected parts of history, including a man who was having sex with his brother's wife, and did coitus interruptus. Huh? He was about to release. Then he pulled out his manhood. Then God killed him. In all those stories, are you with me? All those stories, God allowed, God made human authors document all those stories for us to learn something about God. So it's not by force that because eh, we will say it is God's word, but this one was not written by him, this one was even history. No. Even Jews, after the time Jesus was in existence, they believed that from Genesis to Malachi was the word of God. Nothing but the word. That there were books like um, the Maccabee, first, second Maccabee, the Tobiv, um, Suraj, um, there are many other books, okay, that existed during, the Jews knew that these books were written by authors who are not much different from maybe Ezekiel or what, but the Jews said these books are not inspired. Wow. So, when people just get up and say, you know, the Bible is not the word of God. um, They don't know what they are saying. It contains, they don't know what they are saying. It's ignorance. But you know that our generation of people are ignorantly knowledgeable. Let me say it well. It means that they are ignorant. They are not aware they are ignorant. They are rather aware that they know. And they would defend their ignorance. You can see it on social media. You see an ignorant man defend his ignorance. Give you 72 reasons why he's ignorant. And the 72 reasons are rather that. He's saying that he knows. When he doesn't know. But is what? He's ignorant. Are you with me? And that's our generation of people. A lot of people don't know nothing. They don't know what. They don't know nothing. Yeah, yeah, they don't know nothing. It's American English, but in British, it's wrong. They know nothing, or they don't know anything. But American people say they don't know nothing. I mean, American folk I are mean, bravo. <laughs> yeah, they don't know nothing. Because of don't you know, the nothing rather becomes positive means that they know something. You understand? Negative, negative gives us what? Positive. (laughs) They don't know nothing. (laughs) They know nothing. But they think they know. You understand what I'm saying? They think they know. And you can see ignorance everywhere. From the mouth of preachers. From the mouth of politicians. From the mouth of people on television. The more I study, the more I realize that I don't know much. Oh, yes. The more you go on a search for true knowledge, truth, the more you find out that you don't know much. And the more you study the Bible, the more you find out that you're a fool. Oh, yeah. The more you find out that, I have read the Bible and I realize how foolish I am. There are many things in the Bible. I said, ah, so you mean I could just succeed with ease and I didn't know this. I said, I didn't know. The more you study the Bible, the more you realize that you don't know much. You don't know much. The more you study the Bible, the more you realize that you are a sinner. The more you realize that you are a sinner. Are you with me? Like today, I posted on my status when I asked. I said some people cannot be saved. You think all people can be saved? The Bible doesn't say all people can be saved. (laughs) The ones who can be saved are the ones who have been predestinated from the beginning, from the foundation of the world. Christ didn't come to die for the whole world. Okay? He came to die for his sheep that are in the world. When he was praying, John chapter 17, he wasn't praying for the world. He said, he said, I'm not praying for the world. I'm praying for the ones you have given me. He was praying for Christians. Are you listening to me? Don't get confused. When the Bible said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. You know that in every part of the world, Jesus, Christians are there. Are you with me? That's what it means. It means that God didn't just love Jews, He loved the world. That's why I'm saved. Am I not in Africa, Ghana, Koto Suiang? Am I a Jew? I'm not a Jew. Am I American? I'm not an American. So that is what it means. That He loved the world. Some people cannot be saved. Not that the gospel is not powerful. I'm teaching you that today, anyway. When I said it, I've no one has commented, has replied because. Me when I say some things, everybody is quiet anyway. Mm-hmm. They will go and insult me behind my back, but only a few people will come up and say, "Oh, brother, you know that that thing you said is not true, or, is not, or whatever." Nobody king, because they know it is true. I let me tell you something. You can be the president. Oh, they can't. Oh, they unless they encounter power. Cain was listening to God's voice physically. Was he not? Yes. Well, he was he not insulting God. All these things are jokes. So they must encounter power. If they encounter power, they will change their mind. They will repent. You are a joke. Go and read Hebrews chapter six. He talks about a group of people. Hebrews chapter six. He says these are people that have been in church. These are people that have tasted of the word of God. Like today, you, are, you can be here and not be born again. They've had the word of God. He said they've tasted of the heavenly gift. Heavenly gift is is the, is, the, is, the, is 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 uh, it could be um, salvation or it could be. Um, the gift of the Holy Spirit, even there he talked about the Holy Spirit. Okay? Huh? Should we go there? Hebrews chapter 6, verse 1. Uh-huh. For living the principle of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on to growth, into maturity, into perfection. Uh-huh. Not laying again. We are not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works. All these things about to list. He's talking about write them. All these things he's talking about are Old Testament things. Okay, this is not about. This is not for Christians. These are Old Testament things. Okay, let's go. One of what? The first one is what? Repent. The first repentance because repentance. John the Baptist preached repentance. Are you Ezekiel preached repentance. Jeremiah, preached, Isaiah preached repentance. The Old Testament prophets were preaching repentance. Repent and come to your God. Jonah preached repentance. Okay? And what was the next point he said? Of faith, of faith towards God. This is also Old Testament. huh? That one, baptism, them. don't get confused. Who can give us a different trust? He says, of washings. Because Jewish people also have washings. Okay? This baptism is not the water baptism, the normal baptism that we do to Christians. This one is... Well, um, ablution. The right word is ablution. You can go and check it up. Ablution. What? Do you know that Muslims ablution is a is a is a Palestine destiny. Jews also do ablution. They wash their hands, they wash their feet. Okay? Purifying. Uh-huh. No ablution. They are no Okay? Water washing that will make you clean and all those things. If one look, I'm saying it's on record, I'm saying that, that that scripture means ablution. It means Of instruction about what? Washing. So it's not what? Christian baptism. Okay? Let's continue. And of laying on of hands. And of on of hands priesthood. When, when? Somebody said, oh, this is not important because in church we don't need, pri-. this is not the one he's talking about. He's talking about in the Old Testament there was laying on of hands on the goat. There was laying on of hands on, on new levites that were going to be priests. Okay? That's what he's talking about. Laying on of hands. Let's continue. And of resurrection, the Sadducees and the Pharisees were torn apart. The Pharisees believed that there is resurrection of the dead. The Sadducees said there was no resurrection of the dead and they were torn apart. Uh Uh-huh. And of eternal judgment, judgment, these are things we already know. Let's see what he's going to say. Uh Uh-huh. And this we will do because we already know these things. So these things are not that important. Let's now go on to perfection. Uh Uh-huh. Good. Let's talk about this now. This is what we are talking about. Okay. Is said, for it is impossible for those who were once enlightened. What does it mean to be enlightened? It means to be illuminated. We are going to read English, okay? Everything we are reading is English language. I don't like doing Greek and Hebrew, but I've looked all those words. I've looked them up in the Greek and Hebrew. But I don't, I personally don't like doing Greek and Hebrew in church, personally. Uh-huh. It's just my personal. That's why you hardly hear me talk about Greek and Hebrew. But if you have your, you can be looking it up. But let's go. Enlightened means that they have seen lights. Their eyes have been opened, okay? They have been taught. Do you understand? So, you like we are in church right now, you re- remember the day I was teaching about tongues, okay? I thought about tongues so much that anyone that was in the building realized, Charlie, tongues is real, the thing is good. But you know that somebody can still say, it's true, but me, true. No, I still don't believe. Do you understand? That's what it means. You have, been, you have seen the truth, so, the word enlighten them is that it's impossible for those who have seen the truth. Let's go. Next point. And have tasted of the heavenly gift. Oh, it's okay. Uh-huh. And have tasted of the heavenly gift. That's what I was talking about. Heavenly gift. Here, people are torn apart. Other scriptures will talk about the fact that it's about salvation. Some will say about the Holy Spirit. Any of them is fine. Heavily Give, because heavenly gifts can be the Holy Spirit. Anyway, it's the Holy Spirit. I s- settle on heavenly gifts as the Holy Spirit. Ask me why. Because it is the Holy Spirit who makes us born again. Okay? Uh-huh. It is the Holy Spirit who gives us the new birth. So the heavenly gifts is the Holy Spirit. Are you with me? And what does it say? Does it say they've eaten? No. Tasted of what? What did it say? Tasted? of the he- heavenly gifts and partakers of the Holy Ghost. Now, you understand that uh, today when I was coming, I was talking about something in my head. I said, I was, I was just meditating and I was talking to myself and preaching to myself. And I said that, um, oh, I was making some statements, okay? Something like, um, um, Yes, I've remembered it. I'm strong emotionally. I'm strong mentally. I'm strong spiritually. I'm strong physically. I'm strong wholly. Are you with me? What did I say? I'm strong emotionally. I was confessing. No, it doesn't mean I'm strong emotionally, but I'm confessing my faith. Do you understand what I'm saying? So don't say the guy is proud. No, I didn't say I'm strong emotionally. When my bed died, I, I almost cried. <laughs> oh, my bed is dead, oh, people. <laughs> oh, let's cry. <laughs> now you know why I was confessing. <laughs> so I was confessing I'm strong emotionally, I'm strong mentally, I'm strong physically, I'm strong spiritually, I'm strong holy. Now, does it mean that strong physically and strong holy are different? No. In communication, you can repeat one. You can say something and repeat the synonyms of the word. You can say something and give it um, a figure of speech again. Okay. Ah, like um, I'm looking for an example. Okay. where you you talk about like oh there are some words that are two. They are pairs. Like somebody say oh he's. Strong and mighty, aha. Uh-huh. Have you heard that word? What, is there a difference between strong and mighty? No. Do you understand? Aha. Uh-huh. But you see it in the Bible, strong and mighty. Sometimes you see that they're repeating three words, four words. Like you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your might, with all your strength. Hey, the same thing all no? You shall love the Lord your God with everything. That's what it means. It's not saying your soul is different from your, 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 your heart. Nada is he saying your heart is different from your strength. He's simply talking about, he's just trying to let you know that. Let me just say more things so that you don't say, oh, you shall love the Lord your God with all your strength. That means that my mind there is for. You get the idea? Uh-huh. So sometimes when an author is writing something, he will make a statement and he will write another line to re-explain re, that first statement. So he's saying that, have, been part, have tasted of have tasted of the Holy Spirit, who is the heavenly gift. That's what the scripture is. You following? You following? What have they done? They have tasted of the heavenly gift and have partaked of the Holy Ghost. We'll talk about that. Can we go? What does it mean to taste? What does it mean to taste? I didn't say dictionary. I want you to think. I know it. What does it mean to taste when you taste something? Have you eaten it? Have you eaten something that you taste? You just put it on your left. I can taste this wall. Are you aware? Then I can taste the wall to see, and you see that it will be salty in some way. Are you with me? Have I eaten the wall? Will you go and start and say, I saw Michael chewing and eating and swallowing the wall? Have you said that the fact that they are partakers of the holy, the heavenly gift? Does it mean that? The fact that they have tasted of it, does not mean that they have it? Are you following what I'm saying? Does it mean that they have it? It doesn't mean they have it. They've had it. And he went to, I said, they've tasted. So if these people have tasted, they can, and he says partakers, then the partakers is talking about, it's a taste. It's not a full thing. And let me explain what it means. Let's go to the next point, then I'll come and explain what these guys mean. Uh-huh. Good, they have been in church, they've heard the word of God, they've loved it. They know the word of God feels good on me. Do you understand? Are you with me? But they've not been born again, but they love the Bible, they love the word of God because it excites them, it makes them feel some way. Are you with me? Exactly, tinglings, huh? Tinglings on their body. Next, next part, and the powers of the world to come. We will not talk about that now. Mm -hmm. So, he's listing unbelievers that are in church. Okay? They have been partakers of the Holy Spirit in the sense that they were in church. One day he was sick. You know that, do you know that I raised a lady? I prayed for a lady who came back from the dead. She's still not a Christian. This is someone who was partaking of the Holy Spirit. I have prayed for Muslims and unbelievers who were healed of the power of the Holy Ghost. They partook of it, but they didn't have it. You listening? So, it means that these people have had what? Proofs. They've experienced a certain sense, a taste of it. That is, they were sick, we healed them. Are you with me? They were blind, they had their eyes healed. Are you aware that there were 10 people that were healed by Jesus, only one came back? Where are the others? Only one believed in Jesus. The others just saw him as some miracle work and they left. Did they come back? No. So what does it mean? It Means that not all can be saved. You can give people miracles and they still won't be born again. Are you with me? People can have what miracles and not be born again. And these are the people he's talking about. They've partaken of what the heavenly gifts. They've partaken of the heavenly gift, which is the Holy Spirit. They've been in church, they've seen the gift of tongue, they've seen prophecy. We have prophesied to them. I prophesied a guy to a guy in church and he urinated. I remember it. Are you with me? I prophesied to him and he urinated. That's a particular. He, he was shocked. He was what? I have found myself prophesying to people deep things that no one knew about them. Hey. I just, while I was just talking, I remember the guy that I went to preach for, Pastor Larison, and I picked him, not the recent one, sometime I went to preach for him, and I picked the guy, and I prophesied to him, then I spoke into his ears, I said, this one, nobody knows it, he said, yes, no one knows it, I said, yes. Are you with me? So, we can have people like that, they've enjoyed the Holy Ghost, they were healed, we prayed for them, they were healed, we did things, but still, these guys will not believe in Jesus Christ as their savior, but they are always ready to receive and taste and hear the good word of God and enjoy Christianity, but they don't want to be inside. They want to be what? Outside. Pastor, pray for me. Are you with me? They are the ones who, look, when me, I'm one, I'm a scripturalist. (laughs) I'm not saying spiritualist. Scripture. Scripture scripturalist, Scripture. it means I'm a biblicist, I'm a what? biblicist, I don't believe that Christians should find it difficult to obey the voice of God if you find people in church that find it difficult to serve God, they are not born again yes all people you have to be calling you have to come to church, we have to, they are not yet born again Yes. Because Jesus said, my sheep do what? They hear my voice. What do they do? They follow me. It was before we were saved that we found it difficult to serve God. Now that we are saved, grace has been given to us to respond to the voice of God. That's why he said, take my yoke, for my yoke is light and my burden is light." You can't tell me, you can't tell me that when we tell you to stop doing this, you still find yourself doing it. You are not a sheep of, you are not born again. These are the people Paul is talking about or Apollos is talking about here. These guys have been in church. They are the ones that find problem with pastor's shoe, pastor's trousers, pastor's wife. He has stepped on my toe. I have been a Christian. I don't get offended by petty things in church. Edgar, do you get offended by petty things in church? I don't even notice people when I go to church. I, I, I was in impact, a big church. We, I don't. Are you with me? You see people come to church with their nines closed and they are observing everything. They have a problem with that. They are not saved. They can be pastors, why pastors, church. I said they are not saved. I'm saying based on what scripture teaches Oh, I told you that me, I'm just as. I don't care. All these things. Jesus said, My sheep hear my voice. All his sheep follow him. All how many of his sheep? All his sheep, they follow him. And you can be in church like these guys. Partake of the heavenly gift, taste of it. Hear the good word of God. You can be healed. We can prophesy to you and you have the miracles. You understand that before Christ died, all those guys, the woman with the issue of blood, she she only just received healing healing from Christ as a healer. Are you aware? Are you aware of that? So all those guys were coming to Jesus because they realized it was just some fittest priest like something. And we have a lot of people like that in church. They just see God as a miracle worker that they, they find it's okay to be in church to experience the miracle worker. Your name is Yahweh. your name is Yahweh, you are the miracle working God. Your name is Yahweh. And they, are, they, they feel and tools, they feel some fire going on in their body. Wait till we start telling them, let's go and evangelize. Then they go back into their seats. Wait until you say, you know what? It's time for us to give to God. Christ sheep. Don't find it difficult to give to Him. Christ sheep. She. You listening? I'm giving you some of the traits of, of false converse. First converse, the least thing, I will stop this church. The least offense, I will stop this church. I won't come again. You pastor, that's why I don't pamper church. Church people. If you think you you have go. This is not the only church. I have told people everywhere. I, I have sons. I tell them if you feel like I'm not being a good father, leave. I'm not, I'm not the only pastor in this world. These days, pastors are plenty. Good. I'm not saying fake. I'm saying good pastors are around. Good pastors are what? Even though they are not plenty anyway. I mean, unless in the him that you have um, genuine but in the charismatics, Charlie, the thing is not good at all. I can see him one of the, I saw for no way. <laughs> a Pentecost, Presby, Methodist. Ah huh And get to a minute, dear Masah. i Do you? I'm telling not I'm going I'm I'm going i i I'm i I'm i i man of God, there are a lot of men of God around, the one you feel okay to follow, I'm not one of those people, so if you, me, you can't tell him, pastor, if you joke, we will leave leave <laughs> that that God I was raised in, in a Pentecostal hard background, I will come to church the next Sunday and say, you know what, our sister Ruth is angry and she says she's leaving our church so from today, if you meet her, don't greet her <laughs> I'm playing, I'm playing <laughs> amen they are in church these are the people who he's talking about these guys have been in church he said it is impossible to do what uh-huh let's go let's go to that part it's important so i wish we had a projector you when you since you already have your bible then it's impossible wait start from for it is impossible there, there's a verse where it starts from Uh Aha! so right for it is impossible if they fall away to renew them unto repentance he didn't say to renew them unto salvation repentance is not salvation you can repent and not be saved John the Baptist was calling people in the book of Matthew to repentance they were not saved repent simply means just a, a change in disposition okay are you with me? Yes. To renew them to what? It is. Re, it repentance is one of the stages to salvation. It's not salvation. It is after you have repented that you now make the decision that I want to be saved. So these guys, one day he died, like the lady that died and I raised her back. Huh? As soon as she came back, she could have just said, "Hey, I have to give my life to Christ." You understand? That's the. Th- and when she was, she was crying, crying, crying. By Charlie, actually. And next month, she was back to her former life. I'm not sure if David may know, may know the lady. Because her name was Monica. In SHS. Are you with me? Are you following what I'm saying? But she didn't want. So Paul is saying, these guys, they've tested everything. They've seen everything. There is nothing else to prove to them. You with me? They were there when the dead was were rose. They were. They've seen tongues. They've seen the power of the Holy Ghost. They've seen people. Oh, giants fall under the anointed. They've seen crazy things happen in church. But still, they've heard every doctrine, everything. Oh, you see, you see that if you have been in this church, you've seen that I've proved that the Bible is the word of God over and over again. So if you still believe that the Bible is not the word of God, you are part of those groups of people. You understand? Like you know, there is nothing to prove again to you. Minister, what are they the not The author, Apollos, is saying that you know what? These guys have seen everything about Christianity. Power, they've seen power. Sound doctrine, they've seen sound doctrine. What? Healing, they've seen healing. Raising the dead, yes. And they repented, but they sew, when they repented, they said, Master mm, Christ, man. Nah, no. I'm not sure he's the Messiah. He said, these guys, it's impossible because they won't see anything new again. That's what he means. Are you following what I'm saying? They won't do what? They won't see anything new again that should draw them back to Christ because there is nothing new again. Oi. It is impossible to restore them unto what repentance. Seeing what do they do? Seeing they themselves Christ afresh to an open shame. They crucify Christ again. And you can't crucify him again because if you were given that opportunity to accept a not it, it's too late. So this scripture is not about people who can lose their salvation. <laughs> Even though it's a popular scripture about losing your salvation, but this scripture has nothing to do with losing your salvation. He said, These guys, it's impossible to bring them back again. On to repentance. And I told you repentance is not salvation, repentance is simply Change of mind. But it is after we change our mind. Like, let me tell you something. I'm a sinner. I'm walking the word. Then suddenly I hear the gospel. You understand? I see, like, you know, people that don't believe in me for You know that thing? Like we do moon, then I'll come and stand for our pretend as if we already we don't know each other. Do you have you say no? But Charlie, you are my friend. You understand? Then suddenly I meet this kind of stranger who doesn't believe those things. Then I prophesy to him. Then his mind, what? He repents. Hey! So there are true prophets. That's repentance. That's not salvation. But at that point, the guy must now decide to say that now I want to really make up my mind that I want to believe in this Jesus who is working in the lives of the men of God or in the lives of the Christians. But he still says, Charlie, I'm not convinced I'm not what they will die in their sin and they will go to hell so it's unfortunate we won't meet there amen you following what I'm saying so I was saying that uh, the scriptures were given to us by God even though he didn't bring out the pen to write. Okay? Even though he was not the one who brought out the pen to write it. <laughs> By his word. Because we know we we When you study the if one give the Bible to a nobody who has nev, somebody who has never heard about Christianity, nothing, just give the Bible to him, he will end up being a Christian. Look, it's true. All around the world, the Christians behave alike, even though they've never met one another. <laughs> because the Bible produces the same kind of people <laughs> everywhere it goes. And God is not telling Joshua this book. shall not what? Depart out of thy mouth. Now what was I saying and then we went to Hebrews 6. <laughs> I was saying something, I'm trying to record it but it's not coming. Let me see who knows. Oh, no. I passed that cry. I passed cry. the, the cry. Realize that. No. You know, I go to a place where I talked about what I posted on my status and I said that some people will come. Yes. No, before that, when I posted on my status and I was saying that not all will be saved. That's what led us to Hebrew 6. I've After, no, no, that was even after, after... I, I was talking about emotionally. No, that one is part of the Hebrew 6. Don't you remember? When I was explaining, I've tasted the heavenly gift. Imagine it works in a logical sequence. (laughs) That's what I think. So when I'm teaching people, I teach in a systematic way, always. Don't mind me, okay? It's the grace of God that has been given to me. Like God has given Kakrabidin grace to quote scriptures off his head. God has given me to present knowledge in a systematic way. No matter what happens, I have a way I start talking and I have a way I end. So when I'm talking, I'll tell you, do you remember I told you this? I say, yeah, this one comes back. It's the reason I told you this was because I was come to tell you this. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, oh, no, no, I'm confused. I'm saying, ah, I, I'm saying it in a systematic way. One after the other. Are you with me? So... When people say, you know, the Bible is not the word of God and all those things, it's a dangerous thing. Oh. It's a dangerous thing. Run away fast. Because if it is not everything they are saying, you can't trust it. You can't trust it. You can't trust it to be authoritative. You can't trust it to be. Because man, the Bible says, let God be true all men liars. And now God doesn't have a single book on earth. So, do you think you are, truth? you are truthful? Do you think what you say would be absolute? You can't say anything absolute if God sweared, which we have, which we need to guard and protect. You are telling us that the Bible cry is not, it's not a, you know, it's not the word of God. Oh, I was talking about inspiration. Because I had to go back and come again. And as I was coming back, they, <laughs> I realized that where I go to when there was inspiration. Okay. Yeah. It's British. Okay. Are you with me or you have gone home? My amazing man, are you tired? (laughs) Hallelujah. So, he says that the book of the law, the Bible, is so powerful that the Bible. Can make him prosper. And we know that that wasn't a car because that time there was no car. And that also means that it wasn't material prosperity he was talking about, and spiritual prosperity and physical prosperity. It was. People tell you, oh, in Christ, in the New Testament, God doesn't guarantee material prosperity and physical prosperity. It's a lie. Those guys are hypocrites. They are ignorant or they are hypocrites. Okay? Because the Bible says that I am the Lord. Malachi 6, 3, 6. I am the Lord and I change not. You say why? So that you sons of Israel are not consumed. We can build a law on that. That the reason God doesn't change towards his people is so that we don't get destroyed. God all over from Genesis to Revelation tells us that if you obey me, you will prosper. It's from Genesis to Revelation. As a matter of fact, go and listen to my message. there's the, the God's prosperity plan for you. Salvation is a is a plan of God. a prosperity plan for us for obedience. Okay, I listen to what I'm saying. That when we obey the word of God, God prospers everything we do. You know, those guys that will tell you that we'd rather go and tell you, you know, because of Adam and Eve sin. And so, why is it documented? They'll go by and say, Genesis chapter 3. But you know the one who said. You get the idea. The same people who we'll make all these crazy statements, New Testament lunatics, will go back and use the Old Testament as their reference point and come and build on their doctrine. No. I told you last Wednesday that when we say that the Old Testament had been done away, we are talking about what? The ceremonies, the rituals for what salvation, the rituals for forgiveness of sins. Aside that, nothing the Old Testament is, is done away with. Nothing. The rituals, including all the kinds of tithes that God, the rituals, all the kinds of tithes that God gave to Israel were a part of the rituals. Because the Israelites would give about five different kinds of tithes. <laughs> okay. I'm not saying tithes are done away, but all those kind of crazy tithes were to appease for their sins. Why we were they just for them to be, stand, be at right standing with God? But now because of Christ, we don't know, we don't have to, I don't have to give money to be at right standing with God. But when I give God, when I give to God's church, when I give to the poor, okay? Because the Bible instructs that we should give to the poor, when I give, there are levels of giving. We first give, the tithe is the highest form of giving today. When I give to God, all these forms of giving, giving to the prophet, like giving a seed to a man of God. Don't say that when you come to church, you are giving seeds in church, you are giving to me. I to what I'm saying. You are not giving to me. The one you give to me, you bring it to me, like when I gave, Edgar gave me some coins. It's in my pocket. It's not for the church. It's for me. Do you understand? The idea. Now, there's a giving we give to church, like church. The one you drop here is for the church. The one you send to the prophet, you buy him a shoe, you do this, is another form of giving to the prophets. Okay? Then we have giving to the poor. These three avenues, or the less privileged, aside from these three avenues, are the only avenues that the Bible says that if you give, you are giving to God the poor, the prophet, and the church. If I give my parents money, it's not God I'm giving to. I'm, I'm, but God will bless me. There's a blessing, but I'm talking about three, these are the only three avenues we give to God. If you give, the Bible says if you give, you are giving to God. Okay? Now <laughs> the type that the Old Testament people were giving, all those crazy, they had a lot of ties. Different, different, different. Disobey one of them means that judgment was coming upon your life. Are you are you following me? <laughs> I mean that when we say the old testament, those are the things that have been done away with rituals. Aside that, every other thing still stands to it. As a matter of fact, Jesus' favorite scriptures were found in the law. Again, for your own knowledge's sake, Jesus' favorite book is Deuteronomy. His favorite book is Deuteronomy. He quoted it more than any book in the Bible. And Deuteronomy is the place where you find Curses, 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 blessings, 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 curses, curses, blessings, blessings. Blessings. Hebrews 13 verse 8. Is it Hebrews 138? It says Jesus Christ. The same Hebrews 138. Yesterday and forever. Hebrews 38. Have you seen that this is consistent? The Bible says in the mouth of two or three witnesses, a matter is what? established." Malachi 3.6. I am the Lord, I change not. Hebrews 38. Jesus Christ is same. Yesterday, today, and forever. It is true. It means that if God is telling people that if you obey my word, I will prosper you. It means that if we obey his word, he will prosper us. It's not about New Testament. It's not about Old Testament. Some things are. Some, when we, when, when I, I listen to some things. Look. Even this salvation thing that we are talking about. is an eternal covenant. Do you know eternal covenant? It means that. It has no beginning. It has no end. Huh? As it's, it's actually even called the everlasting covenant. That the covenant that we have in Christ is an everlasting covenant, but we know when the thing began physically on earth, when Christ came and died, it rose from the dead. Are you with me? But the Bible says it's an everlasting covenant. What does it mean? It means from eternity past, it was in God. God already arranged it before time began. So, some things in the Bible they come right from God. They come right from where? Right from God. And one of them is God is telling us that if we obey his word, he will prosper. Us. It is true. It is true. You're listening. So if the Bible says fast and pray and fast and pray, there's material blessing for fast and pray. Forget about all these crazy people tell you. Because he saying, if you obey my word, he said, then thou shalt make thy ways prosperous and thou shalt have good success by keeping the ways of the, the law. So even the part that says, answer a full by his fully. If I answer when I obey that scripture and I answer a full by it's fully, I'm obeying the word of God. And another time, when I don't answer a fool by his fully, I'm obeying the word. He said there is a blessing for doing that. Hey. Yeah, are, you, are you with me? Are you with me? Yes. And these are very, very fundamental things that are so important to us. Amen. Now, before I talked about Joshua chapter one verse eight, what was I saying? Look in your notes. Before I talked about what was I saying, are oh, you none of you wrote in it? No, 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 master. Before I talked, before we began, I showed. Let's go to Joshua chapter one verse eight. What was I saying? No, no, master. What track why yeah? why are your nose? Where did you start from? Where's the Joshua one eight? Who has the Joshua one eight? Ah, Amaza, <laughs> Let me see yours too. Let me see your nose. Uh huh. And where did you start from today? Okay, you have. Ah, you also start from Joshua, right? <laughs> Who else? No. Be- Before that, what did I say? ha 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 My serious, serious. All right, let's play the audio. AC. Do you have it? Do you have the audio? So come and plug this one. Yes, I think Akua was right. Akua was right. I was talking about that book. Why? So the whole sermon of the preaching is why I wrote the scriptures book. Oh, is it recording? Yes. Remove that distance. Is is making noise? Something. Oh, boy. So I said that I, uh, the, the, I have what? That book has scriptures and from Genesis to Revelation. But I didn't say that was why I brought it to Joshua 1.8. 8. Okay? Huh. Now I've remembered. Now. <laughs> oh my God. I'm just like. <laughs> okay. So that. Why did I write? So that you will have scriptures to memorize because he said this book of the lord shall not depart out of thy mouth so the scriptures must be memorized they must be read oh so if i ask you to quote five chapters now you should be able to quote five chapters oh if you can't quote ch- i didn't mean verses oh ah <laughs> uh, what were you thinking <laughs> hey I mean chapters. Share. Oh you think we we are I mean chapters. Yeah, chapters. You are quoting chapters. <laughs> eh? Yeah. But Joshua could quote books. Hey. And today Christians say I'm better than them. Whatever. Or oh, the old testament says. Amen. So that book, when you have it, it has many pages—two hundred and ten pages. It will be bigger than to be almost like this one or something. Uh So when you have it, you realize that the design is just nice. Okay, this one is two hundred thirty-five, so almost this and i've sectioned them genesis through revelation and every book has major verses that you should know about them so if you get it just keep it on you everywhere you are traveling to just open it go to joshua go to this you memorize then we are reading and reading and retaliate before you realize you realize that you are a scripturalist you have you have you are a working bible you are quoting the scriptures like you wrote the bible okay and that's the reason why i i I print i did it i put that scripture together so that you can have access to the bible okay and god was telling joshua that you know what this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth you shall meditate day day and night so how many times should we meditate on the bible day and night how many times Simbra Salavakasaya. Day and night. Not in the morning alone. Do you want to know how to really grow in your spiritual work with God? Like, grow, really grow and grow. Meditate on scripture. Day and night. The word meditate there is like regurgitate. How many of you know regurgitate? Some people have done their eyes away, so it means they don't know. You know, it means chew, swallow, vomit, chew. You know how the goat chews, swallows, brings it back, chews, swallows, you understand? It means you must memorize the scripture in your head while you are in the car. You may be on your phone. Then the scripture will pop up. Then you are meditating on the word. Then you are preaching it to yourself. That's meditation. Are you with me? That's how you meditate on scripture. That's where the word becomes flesh. You listen. The word becomes flesh when you meditate. The word finds expression in your life when you meditate. Until you meditate on scripture, you have no proofs of it in your life. It's true. Are you following me? So, but we can't meditate unless we have first of all crammed it into our head. People tell, don't mind all this memorizing scripture, it's not important. It is important. It's important. You know, in every rule, there are usually exceptions. So, usually the ones who have the exceptions want to make it look like it's not important, okay? Uh-huh. Like people who have survived the ministry for many years without fasting and prayer will tell you that New Testament saints don't fast. Uh-huh. Or people who have still prospered in a way without tithing will tell you that and the New Testament we don't tithe. There may be exception of the rule. doesn't mean that God has simply just had mercy on you. Are you with me? Yeah, like a Christian who is living in sin. Who is just misbehaving. Maybe a pastor is misbehaving and he will claim that or no whatever. He should keep going. One day you get a scandal. God will punish you. All his 20 years' sin will be recounted to him in, in, in one year. He will be, he will know. I tell you, all these scandals are hidden. Most of them are hidden sins that have been there for a long time and, and God has been watching them. And they have been defending it by saying, you know, whatever, nothing happened. Then God will say, today receive some. Aye. Right. Then. That's where issues start rising up a whole lot of crazy things and all of that. You see that? Uh, So I'm saying that you must memorize scriptures. Ega, are you listening? You must what? You must memorize scriptures. Maybe let's go to Psalms. One one nine. If you want to love the word, the word of God, like, read Psalm one one nine. Okay. So just consider this portion of the message as commentary on Psalm one one nine. This part of the message, because I say I don't know what I'm teaching today. We're just talking. Blessed are the undefiled in the way. Who walk in the law of the Lord. Do you see that point one? It says those who are undefiled are those who walk in the law. The reason they are not defiled is because they walk in the word. The word of God has become their refuge. The word of God has become what they live by. The word of God has become what they trust in. The word of God has become what they want to obey. That's why they are undefiled. It's not saying the reason they walk in the law is because they are undefiled. The rather, they are undefiled the because they walk in the law. Blessed are they that keep his testaments, His testimonies instead, not testament, we find testament as we keep going. And that seek him with the whole heart. Oh, I love, you know that one day I'll I, I write Bible commentaries. Now, He's saying that hey, how we see God with our whole heart is by paying attention to his, testi- his testimonies. The word of God. If I want to see God well, I must go to his word. When I open the Bible, I can't close it. Anytime I open the Bible, I find it difficult. Like, like I'm addicted to it. So sometimes I, de- I just don't want to go and open it. <laughs> <I> th- <laughs> it's calling me. Okay, If you have ever been addicted to something, you know what it is. Who has been addicted to something? Don't pretend. We have all been addicted one way or the other to something. Haven't we? Yeah. And when you, you see it or you hear the scent of it, if it's a demonic addiction, I command it to break in Jesus' name. Yeah. <laughs> when you see it or you hear it, child, all your mind goes on leave. Now you can be addicted to scripture. They also do, they do no iniquity. They walk in his ways. Why don't they do iniquity? Because they walk in his ways. How do they walk in his ways? By walking in his word. Everything is systematical. Thou has commanded us to keep thy precepts diligently. This is why we don't do iniquity you know iniquity iniquity is consistent personalized sin the kind of sin that you have done and now it's no more sin to you you do it like you brush your teeth yeah there are some people pornography has become iniquity like they watch it without any remorse (laughs) they watch it like they don't care they can watch it in taxi they can watch him, like anywhere. Like, they don't have it. <laughs> Even in church. I don't want to tell you a story. Let me focus on my message. Because I have a lot of things to say. <laughs> I almost said a story. Okay? Is that they also do no iniquity because God has commanded them to keep his precepts diligently. Is that not what he says? Then he says, Oh, that my ways were directed to keep thy status. Place your hand on your head and say, in the name of Jesus. Say, my Lord, my God, direct my ways to keep your word. Sometimes, one day, somebody say one day, I find myself in a very difficult spot. Top tough, tough spot, somebody's a tough spot. I went to pay a lady a visit. Somebody say a visit. Hey, Before I went, I called someone. Now I don't know why I went there. Okay? <laughs> you know that me? I say I don't lie, but the Bible says all men are liars, so I'm a liar. Okay? So, generalization I'm a liar, but I'm not one of those pastors who will lie and say, no, me, dear, me, I'm not me. No, me, dear, me, I'm not lying. me. I'm a sinner. But I married my wife, a virgin, anyway. Yeah. And my wife is the first woman I ever kissed in my lifetime. It's a good thing to clap. (laughs) The day we went to the court, I was confused. Papa said, kiss and then let's take a picture. Oh boy. Amen. Now, let me tell you the story of when I went to the lady, okay? Now, tell you why this scripture is so important. Before I went, I felt like I knew, I knew that one way God was leading me to call someone to meet me, okay? So, I don't know how. You see that me, I won't lie and say, oh, you know, I don't know how I found myself in the lady's room, okay? She was f- a friend like somebody. I don't know. And I wasn't anyway interested in her. Like, I, I, I was not interested in her. It's not like I was interested in her. But before I realized, I was in her room. Oh! Then she started doing some things, some things. It doesn't mean she touched me, but how she was seated down, how she, she was going, nothing. And, and then, hey, before I realized, she started taking off her clothes. And so, oh Danweni, Nami, me, me. You know the You know the drill. <laughs> In other words, he's trying to say it's time for us to have sex. You see that? He said, he was just playing, playing he said, turn your back, close your eyes. I want to change then. Ah. But you when I came, you had nowhere to go. So how, how is it that you want to now change? Oh hey, boy. Then that time. Ah. My mind was roaming, my heart was pumping. Hey. Then, suddenly, the person I arranged to meet me at that lady's house gave me a call. He said, He, he said, Then I, I quickly picked the call. When I picked the call, I said, Oh, my baby drew on me to the gate. Now, said, Ha, hey. hey, this is the scripture. He says, oh, Why is it? Why is it? All that my ways were directed to keep thy status. Yes. Look, God can direct your way. Mysteriously, God can do things that will prevent you from sinning. It's a good. Look, if we decide that we want to love God and obey his word, then he will keep us. He will keep us. And this is David. O. Oh, that my ways were directed to keep his word. There are sometimes you, you may find yourself in a tight spot that you feel like, let me also jump on someone and start fighting or doing, do be misbe- Then somebody you, you feel shy of appears. Is God directing your ways? You listen. You are about to sin. Then suddenly you see a particular SMS. A particular WhatsApp chat. Of your spiritual father. Ah. Uh, of your pastor. Uh-huh. Then you, you know that God is just telling you that. Boy. Repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. Oh that my wish. May our ways be directed. May my ways be directed. May God keep me from sinning. May his word keep us from sinning. May our ways be directed. In the name of Jesus. Can we continue? Good boy. Then he said, Then shall I not be ashamed when I have respect unto all thy commandments. Like today that I'm saying this thing that my wife, whatever. Or when, when, when I release my wedding date and I post on my status, some people, hey, some lady will get heart attack. I said there is no lady anywhere that should get heart attack. Hey, this, as I said, she doesn't exist. I listen to what I'm saying. But that lady, if when Queen, Queen had happened that day, she would have one day come and say, ah, EFM, I claim, <laughs> I claim, <laughs> hey, you listen to me, I said, from that day, I never, I never liked her, from that, that day, I never liked the lady, I, I just never, I just didn't like her. I will praise thee with uprightness of heart when I shall have lent thy righteous judgments. praise will be in your mouth when you know God's word. Do you see that? And you understand that everything God does is righteous. He says His judgments are even righteous. <laughs> when people want to make God look so nice, they tell you, oh, God doesn't send earthquakes and tsunamis and all those things. The Bible says He keeps everything by the power of His might. I believe most of the tsunamis and these disasters, God causes them. And the Bible says they are righteous judgments. Hmm. I will keep thy status oh, forsake me not utterly. Means if I don't keep his status, what will he do? He will forsake me. you understand the idea? We are doing Bible interpretation. Okay? Verse 9. Is this not beautiful? Where with all shall a young man cleanse his ways by taking heed With my whole heart have I sought thee. O Lord, oh let me not wander from thy commandments. Thy word have I hidden in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Amen. Three powerful verses. How can a young man cleanse his ways? Brother, sister, you know that your ways are not clean. This is the whole thing that is in Joshua 1.8. You shall have your ways prosperous. How shall a young man keep his ways clean? What does he say? By taking heed to your word. And that verse says, How can a young man keep his ways pure? By keeping your word. Do you want to keep your ways pure? the word. He says, I have hidden my wo- your word in my heart that I may not sin against. Him. What does it mean? It means when the word is in, is in your heart, you won't sin against him. But when the word is not in your heart, you will sin against him. It's not simple. It's simple. Hey, He said, I've what I've hidden it he didn't say I have it in my phone hid- do you know hid I've sealed it I've decided that whatever any man says doesn't matter as long as God's approval of the matter is shown they are telling us adultery is fine it's fine but God's way says adultery is a sin I've hidden it my other adultery is a sin no matter who is speaking whether pastor is saying it prophet says it's okay You can have four wives. It is only when you hide it in your heart that you will keep it. Because sometimes, the devil will give you a reason to disobey God. He already, before you sin, he will tell you that, but God will forgive you. Huh? He will tell you, but don't you know that God will forgive you? Don't you know that you can't lose your salvation? But if if his word is hated, heart, when he tells it to you, say, Satan, don't you know that my body is the temple of the Holy Ghost? is the temple of God and that the Holy Spirit dwells within me? Don't you know that he says in the great house there are not only vessels of gold but of silver and of wood, but of silver. vessels of gold and silver but of wood and of earth and some to honor and some to dishonor. He said, therefore if a man this ways, he shall be a vessel sanctified holy, set apart for the master's use. Fit for every good work. So, we can only be fit for every good work when we heed to his word. Some good works, some works we are not fit for them because Charlie, we have nonsense. Oh my God. Die no no verse 12. Blessed are thou, O Lord. Teach me your status. I want you to go home and read the whole book. Make it your prayer. Everywhere you see, some of them are praying like this one, like this is a prayer. Lay your hands on your head. I'm going head. Lord, teach me your word. Lord, teach me your ways. Lord, teach me. I have ne- God has bruised me many times. Huh? I have seen crazy things happen and all of them, I saw God as a good God behind all of them. I've never considered abandoning God because I know his ways and I'm still getting to know them, but when we know his status, when we know God, we never give up on him. Yes. Yes. There has been many times I have not had a need for any special kind of encouragement, whatever. Because I have come to know his word. With my lips have I declared all the judgments of thy mouth. I have rejoiced in the way of thy testimonies as much as in all riches. I will meditate. Please let it come down, let it come down, let it come down. I will meditate in thy precepts. I have respect unto thy word, thy ways. I will delight myself in thy status. you see status there, precepts there, this thing as the word of God, okay? I will not forget thy word. Deal bountifully with thy servant, that I may live and keep thy word. Verse 18. Open thou my eyes that I may see. And behold, wondrous things out of thy word. I'm a stranger in the earth. Hide not thy commandments from me. God can hide his commandments from people. Look, if God doesn't help you, you are finished. I'm a pastor. I know what I'm saying. Your uncle will fail. Sakawa will fail. That's your girlfriend and boyfriend that you have put your hope upon, he can fail. He will fail. (laughs) I've seen people that they become, they be, even became politicians. Plenty of money, they amassed. Well, built buildings. They thought they had it all. Their buildings killed them. I'm saying, if God doesn't help you, you are. Hey, God says, I won't help you. You are finished. That's why pride is the dangerous. Is a dangerous self. Somebody say, Lord, show me your word, show me your ways, talk to me, open my eyes, open my ears, open my eyes, begin to speak in the language of the spirit, Lord, talk to me, open my eyes, open my ears. Open, talk to me from this day. Rego sabambraka kata Open my eyes, open my ears, open my eyes, open my ears. Somebody pray. The way you are is making me angry. If we are saying we're binding devils, you'll be you'll be praying. I say, pray. This day, the, impo- the most important prayer you can pray. Open my eyes, let me see your word, let me understand your word, let me know you, let me understand you. Pray, pray. Manda 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 manda. Ilere da 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 da. Imala mala sabala balabah. Yede de 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 de. Rapapa rapape rapape rapapa rapape rapapa rapapa rapapa. I am a stranger on the land. I am a stranger in Sunyane. I am a stranger on earth. I have just a short lifespan. I will not live beyond 100 years. I am not that old Lord. Show me the right way to walk. Show me the right way to live. Show me the right way to live. Lord, I am disadvantaged. But when you open my eyes and you give me your word, I will be advantaged. Lord, help me, Lord. Help me, Father. Help me, Lord. By your spirit, talk to me. 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 Open my eyes. Open my ears. Have mercy on me Have mercy on me Have mercy on me Grant me an understanding spirit, an understanding heart. Yakapa, 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 Rappapa, 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 Rappa, Grant me wisdom, grant me wisdom, grant us wisdom, grant me wisdom, wisdom to lead your church, wisdom to be a pastor, wisdom to be a prophet, wisdom to be a father, wisdom to be. A man of God. Wisdom for ministry. From your word. From your word. From your word. From your word. If any man lack wisdom, let him ask you of God. Oh Lord. We ask you Lord. Open our eyes to see your word. When we read, may we understand. Amanda Papaya. Amanda Papaya. Extraordinary anointed Extraordinary wisdom to understand your word and to teach your word one of the prayers I've been praying for this ministry is that God should raise men of god sound Bible teachers, sound prophets, theologians, evangelists, pastors, teachers. And one of the prayers I've been is that, Lord, let everyone in this church be a teacher. Be a teacher. He said, I know my servant Abraham, for he shall teach his household after me. When you know scripture, it affects everything you do your child goes to school comes back then his his teachers tell him that oh god does he exist it is rather evolution that made everything that you know too much you sit your son down bring a blackboard you teach your son you teach your son lift up your eyes and say in the name of jesus say my father my maker let an anointing uh, to teach your word uh, Upon my life in the name of Jesus. Hala prayer. hala prayer. Zuko Zeta. Zamba. Ramba. tanda Langa. Zunga. Zamba. Ramba. Yamba. Randa. Yanda. Yanda. Yamba. Ramba. Randa. Landa.
1: Ramba. Ramba.
0: In the name of Jesus. We want to pray. The Lord. Place your hand on your eyes. Say in the name of Jesus.
1: Jesus.
0: Every scale. scale. In my eyes. Eyes. Cataracts. Stones. Stones. Oil. Oil. Deaths. my eyes that prevent me from seeing God's word from understanding his word when I study it from tonight I command it to fall Now, now 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 my eyes open understand the word by the power of the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus From today, when I read the Bible, I will see things that I couldn't see. I will understand what I couldn't understand. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, my eyes open now. Hey, Shalabaka. Shalabakabai, Malabakabai, Rebalakabai, Malakabai, Lebalakabai, Molo Kabbalai, Lebalakabai, Mande Kabbalai, Bolo Kabbalai, Limba Kabbalai, Hele Kabbalai. Teachers are rising from this place. Hey, Meno Kabbalai, Rembe Kabbalai, and people that will listen to this message. People that are listening to this message skills are I'll be loose from your eyes understanding of the word of God hey yes is the power of the holy ghost yes 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 Rising from this place, Pauls are rising from this place. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, re papa, re papa, re papa, re papa, 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 manapa. Rabapah, rabapai, rabapai, hisapai, rabapai, yabapai, rabapai, manapai, rabapai. Inane Acts nine seventeen. And Ananias went his way and entered into the house, putting his hands on him, said, Brother Saul, the Lord even Jesus that appeared unto thee in the way as thou camest has sent me that thou mightest receive thy sight and be filled with the Holy Ghost and immediately there fell from his eyes as it had been scales and he received his sight immediately and arose you are arising your sight has been restored your eyes have been opened Now arise and teach the word. 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 word. In the name of Jesus. place your hand on your jaws. Your jaws. These are miracles. Miracles. Some of you, you can't talk. You you can't speak. But this night, You are receiving utterance. Your tongue is receiving strength. Power. Power on your tongue. Hey! Power! Receive utterance by the power of the Holy Ghost. Your tongue is loose. Today, you will find expression. New vocabularies in the spirit. New vocabularies. You will be able to speak. You will find expression. You will be able to express yourself. You will be able to express yourself from today. I command your tongue to be loose. Sometimes when you are preaching, you find out that you want to say something, but it's not coming. The ideas are not coming when you stand before people, all your wisdom goes on leave and retirement. But right now, you are receiving utterance. 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 To speak, to speak like Stephen, to speak like Peter, Peter, Peter. To speak like Stephen, to, to teach with wisdom and understanding like Paul, like Apollos. The Bible says, Apollos was mighty in words. Mighty in words. You will be mighty in words from this day receive a touch receive a touch receive a touch yes yes thank you holy ghost thank you holy ghost some of you are receiving jaw replacement jaw replacement a new voice a new voice i serve a miracle working god a new voice this day was ordained to happen now receive utterance See, go. bingo bingo banga, rongo, singa, ringa, menga, endo, lulo, zi, keke, magua, Ngregiga, Mololo, mizinga, brengingo, risenda, mandele, recoma, mandolo, your tongues are taking a new, a new time, your voice is taking a new time, your voice is taking a new time, your voice is taking a new time, by the power of the holy ghost, in the name of Jesus, Look, from today, your tongues. You have more vocabularies when you speak in tongues. You also have more vocabularies when you start to teach. You find out that. Now you can teach. You don't know how. Hey. I see oil being poured on your head. Now you can teach. Consider this as an... As An ordination service for a teaching ministry. Now you can teach. Now you can teach. Now you can teach. Now you can teach. teach The Bible. Now you can teach. Soon you write books. Commentaries. Now you can teach. Receive it all. Hey, Sheila, Kambaya. Now you can teach. Be in the spiritual ways. now you can teach the word of God with power. Place your hand on your ears. Please uh, yes. Hey Philip, you, you 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 are disobeying instructions. I said don't play, don't play, don't play, don't don't just stop, don't play. Your answer yes. Say my ears, yes. be opened. Open. From this day. Before I we continue the prayer, let me tell you something. The Bible says that. There is a spirit in a man, the inspiration of the most high, gives understanding. The Bible also says that. Faith comes by hearing. Hearing the word of God. Faith is a force. Okay? Faith is something that you can't see, it is spiritual. That I can speak words into you. I can speak words like grief. You know that I can just say things to your ears. Then suddenly you become sad. Somebody can just call you and say say, your father is dead. Suddenly it will change your whole mood. Why? Something you heard in your ears. It means that your ears are doorways to your spirit. They are doorways to your spirit. Are you with me? So you can hear God audibly. You can what? You can hear God audibly. You can hear God like I'm talking to you now. You can hear God audibly. You can hear the voice of the Spirit. So, these are your ears you have touched. It's serving as a symbol for hearing God from today. A different level of hearing God. Say, my ears open. Now, from this day, I command you, everything that has sealed you up, that prevents you from hearing. Now, open. Now, open. 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 Say, so by the count of seven, I command you to open. You will hear clearly. Hey. One, two, two three, three, four, four five, five, six, six seven, seven. Begin seven. to speak in tongues. <laughs> Zelo le masaya. <laughs> My ears be open right now. Kerere <laughs> My discernment. Manadiya sata. Beri gya sata. sata. Bangroso bakaya Bangrese bakha Ke brandisatha Bondrazi satha Bendrazi zatha Bondrazi Bendrazi Bondrazi In the name of Jesus For saving me. Thank you for dying for me. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for dying for me. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for dying for me. Thank you for dying for me. I was lost. I was lost in sin and guilt. But you sent your son to come for me. I was lost in sin and guilt. But you sent your son to die for me. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for dying for me. In my mother's womb I was sin, 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 sin. But you sent your love to reach me out In my mother's womb I was in, sin, 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 sin But you sent your son to reach me out Thank you Thank you for saving me Thank you for dying for me Thank you for dying for me. I will say thank you. I will say thank you, Lord. Thank you for dying for me. Amen.